Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Thank you guys for being with us on a Saturday. Appreciate you listening to Real Estate with Ryan. My name is Ryan Coleman and I'm your host, along with my lovely co-host, April Coleman. Hi guys. Hope everybody's doing well on a Saturday. Busy, busy week. And as of course, back to the hustle and bustle of this week, um, we've had a busy weekend, clients, a lot of homes going under contract. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll start the show off. We've got some intros on some new listings and some housekeeping issues that we want to start with. And April's going to take us through some of those. That's right. Okay, so we have a few new listings that we just want to share with you for this week. We have a brand new listing in um, Hardin Valley. It's Wild Fern. And in Gatlinburg on Wiley Oakley. Sevierville on Covemont Lane. And also in Sevierville, Four Seasons. A uh, rental cabin up there, and then in Oneida we have one on South Proctor, and then we have a new lot close to the lake in Loudon on Lakewood Drive. So those are our brand new listings. Busy, busy, busy week, and so this show is going to get into a lot of questions that we've been on and off the air, and a lot of questions through Facebook, social media that we've just haven't had a time to answer live on the air, and so we want to take our little time to kind of do a anything and everything real estate segment. That we'll talk about any questions that you may have and that we've had answered in on the show. So we'll start with some of those questions. So a variety of topics today. Exactly. So one question that we had that came in um, was talking about last week from our inspection period. Mm-hmm. And what is important? Why is it important to get that pre-inspection? I think we had a show last week where we talked about the home inspection topics. And um, the question was... Do we have to disclose those defects on the next buyer if we know about them? Oh, that's a good one. And, and so that is a good question. Catch-22. The answer is yes. Um, we have to disclose anything that we know of is defective. Mm-hmm. But if your home's in pretty good shape, you've well-maintained, it's going to come up now or later. Right. So it's better to address it on the front end. I like doing it ahead of time because, and we even do it on some of the properties investments that we started doing on our own. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be blindsided when I get a home inspection that comes in uh, from the guy like the deal killer, right? What was his name? (laughs) The home inspector. You know, you you don't know who the inspector is going to be, and we don't know how detailed and thorough they're going to be. We're going to be in a better position on the front end to make sure that if we have an issue, let's say a rotten joist or there's some uh, fungus in the crawl space or the roof has some peeling um, shingles or some things like that, that we can address it, get several quotes, and take our time to find that contractor, even before we hit the market. Right. Because remember, there's a lot of movement when we're moving. You know, So we put our home on the market, we sell it, we go under contract. We've got maybe 7 to 14 days to remove that home inspection contingencies. Um, if you're like some of the agents that we deal with, you know, it's a last-minute, you know, one day before the contract expires on the home inspection. You know, so they do it at the 13th day, um, which is frustrating. Of course, they have that time. Um, And then we've got to make a three- to five-day decision. Mm -hmm. 
exactly. which makes it challenging. And so there's no room for shopping contractors at that point. Right. There's no room to call a handyman. They can't even get out there in five days. Mm-hmm. And so not only will it make you aware of what we're dealing with, but we'll save you thousands. Exactly. You know, because if you can get a contractor that can come in on their own time frame and reasonable and fix that item, um, we know it's going to be addressed. There's nothing to disclose. Mm-hmm. Um, Catch-22 is if you don't know, you don't know. And um, then we can just do the inspection and go from there. Right. But the pre-inspections are a couple hundred bucks. They're not bad. They're not major. And the time that you'll save to plan and prepare, mm-hmm. it's less stress. Exactly. Worry-free, right? The, you know, we, we talk about selling it once, twice, three times over. Um, the home inspection is the next crucial phase that we need mm-hmm. to get through. And understand, you know, the buyer, if there's another agent involved, if there's another buyer's agent involved, uh, they're going to be working for the buyer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's 30 items on the list, they may be writing 30 items on be. the list. Um, ideally, that's not what you want to do. You know, you want to focus on the items that are most important to your client and not focus on, you know, cosmetic defects or things like that. But, exactly. you know, as a seller, a represented seller, we, we've we got to do our due diligence and make sure that uh, we don't lose a deal over a, you know, leaky roof or, you know, a rotten joist or something like that. That's a minor, that's a $500 fix, but could it potentially, you know, blow the deal? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So the answer is yes. Anything that you know of, disclose. Disclose, disclose, disclose. But uh, don't hesitate from the home inspection, um, pre-inspection. I think it's a valuable tool in the market and how competitive. You know, you don't want to be off the market for a long period of time. If something were to fall through, you can get it right back on the market. That's true. In, in the beginning. That's true. Um, I have a question from someone, and they said, um, I think we've discussed this before, but they um, want to know what should be the first step before I put my home on the market? So what's the first thing that I need to do? That's a good question. Um, I'd say the first thing is, you know, before you even hire an agent or think about selling is um, why are we moving? What's important about the move? Mm-hmm. You know, is this a downsize? Is, or, you know, are we moving because our family is getting too large? Right. Do we need more space? Um, Moving across the country. Across country, job transfer. Is it financial difficulties? Um, Determine why you're selling, and that will determine your motivation on what you're going to do. I think once you've committed that you're selling and you're going to definitely sell this year, then then we've got to say, okay, what timing and is is timing involved at all? You know, Mm -hmm. do you have kids? You know, we're starting the spring and. Summer seasons, before you know it, and do kids, and does that have a play into when I move and when I don't move? Are they changing school districts? Uh, so those are some things to ask yourself. If that doesn't come into play, then it just comes down to numbers. And really specifically, what can I do to have my home in best condition so I can maximize my value, mm-hmm. so I can get on the market, sell for top dollar, with less stress, and then go to the next one that I'm moving? Right. The first thing that you want to do, I think, when a market is um, I, I see we're in a very strong market, kind of going up mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of inventory, a lot of new construction that's on the market. Um, you want to get an assessment of where we're at. Even if we're not going to go in the market for a couple months, okay. call our office at 693-SOLD, and um, we'll come out at any time and give you a free market evaluation. We'll tell you exactly what you need to do, tips to improve your home's value, mm-hmm. and not only that, where the market is today. Right. A lot of these online sites or the Zillows or the Zestimates and things like that and Realtor.com are not giving you a real snapshot. 
Guys like us that are in the market every day dealing with buyers and sellers, especially when the market's going upward, um, really have a handle on the market. Mm-hmm. And so you may be missing or leaving money on the table uh, on a competitive market. Several properties this week, we've got multiple offers. We push several properties up, you know, 5000 above list price, things like that, cash offers. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't happen uh, without competition. Uh-huh. And so you need to know what are active, what are pendings, and then also know kind of where our market is. So I think the first step would be hiring a good agent. Obviously, we'd love to interview for the job. Let them come out doing an assessment of the property. Uh, look at the curb appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes in step number two. You know, uh, curb appeal is everything. If the curb appeal is not inviting, then the buyers are not going to want to call on the property, no matter whether you're selling it, I'm selling it, or somebody else is selling it. So right. good curb appeal. And you don't have to go above and beyond, but that's why everybody loves the spring market, right? Mm-hmm, um, you know, the, the flowers, the plants, get a little fresh mulch out there. You really have your property looking the best. Mm-hmm. Do a little power washing on the house. Have it shining, you know, because it's that first impression that you're going to make. And sometimes that first impression could be your only impression. Mm-hmm. With a competitive market, two or three other homes coming on the market in your neighborhood, you want to be the one that the buyer chooses. And you want to make sure that your home stands out from the crowd. And we know that most homes that are priced right, shows right, has the right agent working for them. They're going to go fairly quickly, especially here in the Knoxville market. Yeah, that's a good good answer to that question. And this one, and the next question is a little bit off that subject, but it's a really good one. And when we did our episode on flipping homes, the question was, I want to start flipping homes but I work a full-time job. I'm thinking of hiring my friend to manage the job for me. What do you think? Oh, that's a good question. It is a good question. Everybody likes the shows Flip This House and HGTV and yeah. um, things like that. They're really, really good stations, and we, we, we dabble at it. Um, we enjoy real estate. I think we, we like to see where it could come from in the beginning, whether it needs a little love, needs a little character. And then what you can put into what that finished product look like. Right. Um, and that really makes a big deal. You know, friends, family, business, that's kind of a hard situation. Uh, we've is. done that before. And I know plenty of people have. I have a lot of customers that we talk to or potential clients that we chat with. And they say, hey, I always have a friend in the business. I've got a friend, a family member, and things like that. And so it's a hard decision to kind of go between. And we're going to carry that on over in the break. And we'll talk more about that friend, that family member. Uh, that's in the business and and how do we separate ourselves in that and then in mm-hmm. renovating that home we'll talk more about that you're listening to real estate with ryan appreciate you guys listening to us and on the other side of the break we'll pick that topic up thank you guys thanks Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. 
Hey, thank you for staying with us. You're listening to Real Estate with Ryan. We were on a topic today. We just are answering some questions that have come in on social media and everywhere else. And so we were on the other side of the break talking about flipping homes. There's someone that had a question that I work a full-time job and I want to start flipping homes, but I'm thinking of hiring my friend to help me manage my job. What do you think? Yeah, we're talking about the friends and family concept and things like that. And it's very easy because you don't know where to go. And that's one of the reasons where we created this show. You know, it's Real Estate with Ryan. We want to be a trusted source here in town. If you have any questions, whether you're selling now, in the future, come to us. I mean, we want to be able to give you that information, kind of unbiased opinion, and and let you know what's up to date here in the real estate market. And this is from a group that actually does it every day. Um, We talk about with that friend and family member. And I've had situations like that that we've dealt with that I think, you know, the, the separation regarding that is how do you separate the friendship and the work business, you know, and that's the issue that comes into play is um, sometimes as the friend, you kind of take that for granted, you know, hey, he's my buddy, right, <laughs> he's right. going to help me out. And, and, and so you would do maybe just a little bit different, a little more attention to detail. Maybe mm-hmm. you would take a little more pride and, or not take that person for granted. And uh, when there's a customer versus your, your best buddy or right, a friend right. or something like that. A little less um, professionalism maybe than um, if you were working with somebody else. Yeah, not only that, but I, I think also is important. Um, I tell my customers, you know, with that great friend, that great relationship that you guys have had for years, mm-hmm. if something goes bad, it, you have no problems throwing me down the street. Right, right, <laughs> Pick true. up your sign, Ryan, and go right. down. You know, but with that friend, that's a challenge, and you don't want to damage that 20-year relationship, mm-hmm. 15-year relationship. And that's the advantage of having that non-neutral party, somebody that's not tied. You know, at Christmas time, there's not hard times coming right, over and right. things like that. So I think it's just good that you separate friends and business. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it allows you, I think, always to be on a different playing field and kind of separate that friend and business and keep business business and keep friends. Ultimately, good friends are going to want you to do what's best for you. Sometimes tough decisions. But um Hopefully that answers that question on that. Yeah, I think so. So it's just not really that great of an idea to hire your friend. It's your own opinion. It's your own opinion, but but right. um, there can be some ways it works out. But sometimes it's challenging. Yeah, we'll leave true. it at that. Okay, okay. Um, another question that we had was someone um, said, "What's the first step to refinance my home to a lower interest rate?" Well, the the first step is um, you need to see what your market value is in the area. Okay. You know, because that's going to determine how much money, whether you're trying to get money back or just rate term uh, refinance. Mm-hmm. Some of the areas, believe it or not, um, some of our markets, you go up to severe rural or certain rural parts of the area, um, the values have not changed in seven or eight, ten years, uh, especially when some of the areas um, were hit with hard foreclosures, short sales, things like that. We're just now coming about last past year, year and a half, where we're getting rid of some of those foreclosures and inventory. And so we're, you know, some of our cabins that we're selling, different things like that. Um, those markets are just now starting to climb up some. Mm-hmm. So it's important that you check your value to make sure that you have enough equity or the values there to do the refinance, especially if you're pulling out for a mortgage insurance. So if you're presently playing, you know, private mortgage insurance, uh, you want to make sure to get rid of that 20%, try to save some money on the PMI. Mm-hmm. It's important that you, you get an idea of a value, kind of a baseline of what your home is worth. Make sure you've got the equity. Step two, um, call our office. You know, Chris Hograff, every gateway mortgage is a great solution. Um, he'll always do a free consultation with your 
and um, tell you exactly where you need to do and where you need to start. Mm -hmm. So if you're just lowering for payment, um, give him a call. Does a great job and uh, get you on the right track. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Um, going back to the friend issue, um, one question came in and said, I have a friend that's an agent, a real estate agent, and I kind of feel obligated to use them. What should I do? Good choice. We see it all the time. It happens. I mean, you've got a lot of friends in the business. The market is, is picked up. So a lot of people that have entered the market that weren't there five, six years ago, now they're back in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, friends are always a good choice. Just interview a couple people, at least two people. Uh, we'd always like to be that option, but at least interview one or two and just take the friend out of it. Look at it as a neutral approach um, right. and, and think of it and say, okay, listen, um, what's the best marketing plan? Who's going to negotiate the best for me? Who has the best experience? And ultimately, who's going to get me the most money in the shortest amount of time? A lot of times it comes down to a, you know, kind of a personal feel, kind of a, I call it a gut feel mm-hmm. of who you think is going to do the best job for you. But hear both parties out. Let them do their presentation. Let them go through the pros and cons. Now, a lot of people in the business outside the industry think that we all just do the same thing. We stick a sound in the yard and that's kind of what we do. But there's far and few between. I'd say a lot of people that master their craft and what they spend a lot of time and effort, you'd be surprised the amount of work and time and effort that we put into to really kind of separating ourselves from the competition. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's marketing, whether it's TV advertising, radio, uh, doing the show, different things like that. So there's a lot of time invested, and it's important that, you know, if you're thinking about selling your house, that you don't leave anything on the table. You know, you want to maximize your home's value, especially in a market where you could earn more money. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, by missing a couple of these marketing tools, you may leave some money on the table. And so something to think about. So that's true. I'd, I'd interview at least two or three, mm-hmm. talk to them, interview the plan, and then make a good good decision. But um, hopefully that helps yeah. with that question. And it still kind of goes back to working with your friend. They won't. Maybe they won't work as hard. Now, some people, won't, they won't get rid of the friend. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, but, you know, I'm, going, okay. I'm going with uh, Jimmy or Sally, or, and that's who it is. And that's fine. I mean, you know. Because you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings. No, I understand that. I understand that. I'm just saying, just be open, especially if your home has come off the market. And we see this a lot of times where it's been on the market for six months and hasn't sold. Mm-hmm. And it's easy just to go back with the same agent. Right. And, um, you know, so some of the things is, let us come in and chat with you. Let me show you what we're able to do. Kind of help you in that situation. We always want to be that other second opinion for you mm-hmm. and then make a decision from there. Hopefully that's will help you. Okay, fantastic. Um, another question that we had um, came in from someone that said that they have a luxury home and it's currently on the market and not getting enough activity. What do you think is wrong with them not getting enough activity? Well, it always, you know, it always comes down to marketing. I mean, I, I think that that's going to be the key. You know, the, with the luxury market, there's less buyers for that property. You know, so the pool of buyers is going to be smaller. Mm-hmm. And so you've really got to ha- go outside the box and really find that buyer. Now, a lot of your estate properties, especially things here in town, they're not coming local. So your your local magazines and things like that, I mean, they're just for show, you know. They're sh- right. they're just kind of showcase the agents and oh, and, and put your your pictures on there and stuff like that. But the the print media is 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 gone. Mm-hmm. I mean that's I mean nobody's using that. Everything's internet based, online. And I, I think the first thing is that would be the question: is what kind of feedback, what kind of activity have you had on the market? What what are you getting kind of feedback from your agent or presently, mm-hmm. and what can we do differently? But marketing, you know, you got to pinpoint a marketing plan that's going to specify to that particular buyer. 
Mm-hmm. And with the great thing about technology and some of the marketing that we're able to do, we can specify to that higher price range to that buyer to write on their phone, write onto their laptop. And really, it's about standing out in competition. You know, your home is one of many estates here in the Knoxville area. What's going to separate your home? I call it the it factor. In luxury, it's all about the it factor. You've got to have that it. Why is that buyer going to buy your luxury property versus another one? Mm-hmm. You know, in luxury, it's more about status. It's, it's successful. You know, it has a certain theme to it. It's never always about price on luxury. Although that does come into factor, you know, you have to be in the range. You want to make sure that at the same time, uh, we know that your home is worth, you know, all the sellers are always, it's worth what the sellers (laughs) have in mind. You know, sometimes it may be worth more or maybe worth less. Uh Keep in mind the market always, I don't care in any market, high, lower is what a buyer and seller is willing to pay. And if you have the home on the market six months, and we haven't had any offers, mm-hmm. we need to seriously look at price and talk about that. Right. It may not be the price, but I bet it's a combination of pricing and marketing. Mm-hmm. And what can we do specifically to target that? And so those would be the first things I would talk to that customer about and how we could really expand your property and really increase marketing on it to drive attention. Remember, marketing, just like we're doing today, it's about getting attention on, on your property mm-hmm. or yourself and driving people through the front door. If you've only had two or three showings, Right. You just haven't had the right buyer come through. It takes one buyer to make a sale. That's true. But we have to have more than two or three showings in six months. And don't be afraid to um, talk to your agent about why your home has gone stale. You know, talk to them and ask them until, you know, have them send over the marketing stuff to you. So and, feedback's, you and feedback's key. Right. You know, it seems like this show always goes quicker than we expect. And you're listening to Real Estate with Ryan. Of course, I'm your host, Ryan Coleman with April Coleman. Mm-hmm. And you can catch us here every Saturday. News Talk 98.7 at 5 o'clock. You can always call us at the office at 693-SOLD, 693-SOLD. Our website's ryancoleman.org. And listen, if you're on social media, you'll catch us. If you didn't miss this uh, show, you'll catch us on Facebook. Make sure that you catch us and uh, like our page, share our page. Show us some love out there. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. And thank you guys for staying with us, okay? You have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan on Facebook and Twitter or his website at ryancoleman.org. Call Ryan anytime at 693-7653. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 5, only on News Talk 987 WOKI.